it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Yeah, I'll whip one out. Oh, you'll whip that baby out. All right. Um, okay, so Megan. Do you want me to go first then? Because you gotta, <laughs> you gotta think for a second or what? I need Megan to lead tonight's podcast. <laughs> for undisclosed reasons. <laughs> that will be my heck yes. Okay, you go. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, today we're gonna um, kind of try to give you some advice uh, about your work life, your girlfriend situations, your wannabe boyfriend situations, your husband situations. I mean, we had so many voicemails. Um, I went through them all today. I, you've not listened to any of them yet, have you? No. Maybe so we should do two two of advice. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we get through, and then we'll see. We'll see where we're at. Um, I'm feeling good about that. It's going to be really fun. We're feeling good, folks. We're feeling really good. We're feeling really good. <laughs> okay. My heck yes is the Olympics, but more specifically like the U.S. Women's National Team for soccer. I've been watching them since I was literally like six or seven years old, I feel like, and have seen I know like all the players, well, not anymore, but I used to know all the players by name. I knew their numbers. We went and watched them play in the World Cup when the World Cup was in Germany. We watched them play and beat Colombia. I got to meet Heather Mitz in person. I got to meet Megan Rapinoe in person, who like has very different political beliefs now at this point, but, and it's very like outspoken about them. Um, but my head guess is that it's the Olympics. They're playing games again. I'm watching again. And I feel like, like a little bit of nostalgia anytime I watch them because I just grew up watching them and they were like my idols. Well, not my <laughs> idols because you can't have those in your Catholic, but you know, <laughs> you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And oh, hold on disclaimer. I know like the entire team kneeled for the national anthem and I'm not a fan of that, but there were three girls that I've loved and followed forever who stood amongst but, the whole team. There were three that stood and I was like, heck yes. Heck yes. That heck yes to that. Because There's it's so a- easy to just go with the flow. Carry oh on. yeah. To be a sheep. <laughs> to be yeah. a sheep. Yeah. There's yeah. actually um, a U.S. Olympic gymnast, Grace McCollum, uh, who's devout Catholic. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's so she cool. um, does not travel anywhere without a rosary and she's like a special cross from her grandma She's in Minnesota, but um, yeah, so she is 18 and one of the six competitive women competing in Tokyo. I need to watch gymnastics now. Yeah. So shout out McCollum, Grace, Grace, if you're you're listening to this. Grace, your dangers and heckers are your biggest supporters now. Yep. (laughs) Because you're Catholic and she's really good in 18 and so cute. Um, Oh, also it's saying during the 2019 U.S. Championships, Grace and her family prayed to St. Philomena and it's Grace's confirmation saint. And the second day of the championship was August 11th, which is the feast day of St. Philomena. Oh my gosh. St. Philomena makes like, like literally does miracles. She's underrated. I love this. 
I Anyways. love the fact that it went from my stupid soccer athletes kneeling to a super Catholic gymnast. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to bring that up. I stole the thunder. Sorry, Meg. No, it's okay. I really am glad to know that there's a strong Catholic in the Olympics. That's super cool. I feel like you never hear that. She's 18. We got to keep her spark alive. Keep here it alive. It, here for it. Yep. Okay. What's your heck yes? Okay. So my heck yes. So I just walked home. <sighs> And that's her heck yes. Cause I'm like out of breath. <laughs> I just walked home and I made it home. No, it's <laughs> 9 PM on a Wednesday, 9, 15 PM on a Wednesday. And, um, I got, I got dinner with two Catholic women who have kids and they're both military spouses. And it was such Woo-hoo. a good, like, we were just kept drinking and eating appetizers <laughs> and this is on the weekend drinking. drinking. <laughs> And like, I love to get a good margarita, but then at this place, it was like a margarita with, with the, uh, sangria. No, no, no. Uh. It had the, um, tequila, Mm -hmm. but then I couldn't understand the waiter, but he's like, they have to pour another alcohol on top of it. So just wait for the woman and she'll pour it on. And I was like, okay. And they poured like a brown liqueur on top and so it was like double the shots that and she's like i'll just leave the rest of this here i'm like i don't even i don't know what's happening (laughs) like i don't even know what this just is i'm like this is good i'll just keep drinking it but i don't know what it is and i don't know if i paid extra for that Cause you know, like you want extra bread and then you see on the bill, it's like $10. You're like, you didn't tell me it was $10. Otherwise like, I wouldn't ask for extra bread. Stupid. Gosh. So anyways, I am feeling myself <laughs> because I was, I just, I don't know what was happening. So we're going to give a great advice. And then I was like, Megan, um, there have been drinks flowing and she's like, I'm tipsy. <laughs> All it takes is one glass of wine for me these days. One glass of wine. And like, if I start drinking it before I eat anything for dinner. Yeah. That's all it takes. <laughs> like for me, coffee hits three hours later. Like after I have coffee, <laughs> I get really tired. And then three hours later, it's like my hands won't stop shaking. But oh, with gosh. alcohol, I know it's weird. But then with alcohol, it's like, like 20 minutes later. I'm like, mm-hmm. what did I drink? What did I drink? Yep. Yep. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Megan's room is so echoey because there's literally nothing in it. (laughs) Sorry if I sound like trash, guys. Avery was telling. It's fine. Avery was telling me the other day that you and I need to get like soundproof rooms, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And so we started pulling up episodes to show me like what our audio sounded like, and I was like, "Don't act like you listen to this on the daily." And no, and he's pulling up ones where I'm like, "Oh no, that was where we Zoom called someone in, so it's not going to be as good." And he was like, "Do you know which one like you guys actually did your microphones on?" So he finally pulls one up, and I was like, "I think it sounds good." And he was like, "Yeah, it doesn't sound bad." And then he pulls up Jocko Willing Willington Jocko, yeah, the Jocko, Jocko. podcast. And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't sound like his. And I was like, yeah, because he has production assistance. Literally, babe, do you know what he gets paid for that? Like, <laughs> so I'm going to get some furniture in here. And eventually, well, maybe looking- if Avery would listen, we would have more sponsors. Right? It all it takes is you, babe. He's never going to listen. So I don't know why I act like I'm talking to him right now. Stash <laughs> listens every Monday. That's because he Avery is not married to, to you up. yet. <laughs> is that what happens when we're married come six months from now? 
we're just gonna he's never gonna pay attention to, to my projects <laughs> okay no I don't want to say that but you know how people are like oh well, it's just like the honeymoon phase and it'll end just wait till you're a year in the mirror I hate people like that but I will say Avery probably would also listen to this weekly if we were like dating just engaged like approaching marriage long distance don't see each other every day and now he's like I hear you from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed <laughs> like I'm good I know everything that's going on in your life now I'm good that's it so that's <laughs> the difference I think <laughs> we'll see we'll see maybe Stash is listening to this right now and he's like try me but every time he's like did you talk about me I'm like you'll have to wait and listen <laughs> did you talk about you, you leave him breadcrumbs so that he just listens to it anyways yeah I'll continue to do that that's so funny okay what's your heck yeah. no I'm sweating sorry hold on one oh, second I'm wearing okay. shorts and my legs are sticking Ooh. to this seat and honestly if someone is screwing with the AC I'm not having it all right continue say it a little <laughs> louder maybe someone will actually let you know if they're messing with the AC <laughs> um my heck no is is when like utility companies send you emails saying that they need something from you but then they they have your number they have your address they have your email but they just send emails they don't call you they don't do any of that they just do emails and then before you know it your water shut off and you're wondering why your water shut off because you got like a million emails in your inbox for a million things because you just moved and they had the audacity to pay someone to drive out to our address, shut our water off without even like knocking on the door and being like, hey, just want you to know we need this from you. Otherwise, we're going to shut your water off. They shut the water off and just leave. And then the whole day you're wondering, did a pipe burst? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you have the PTSD <laughs> from your pipe burst? Dude, dude, listen, dude. This is the best part is it, everything was working fine. And then Avery left and went to work. And the dude came, shut the pipe or shut the freaking water off as soon as Avery left to check in on base or whatever. And I literally thought, oh my gosh, something has happened to the water pipes again. <laughs> and of course, it's when Avery leaves and drives an hour away from us and is gone until TBD for the rest of the day. What the heck? Turns out all they needed was like his birth date to show that he was old enough to pay for you till I don't know, something stupid. That's I'm like, we bought crazy. a house what like why do you need whatever but the fact that they didn't call or like knock on the door when they came to shut our water off is just a fat heck no to me because I'm like what are you how how outdated are we here but we're in the south so it's a little behind the outdated outdated. (laughs) just a couple years New Mexico is the same way in some ways though too so yeah heck no what's yours (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's actually, you've had so many water issues. Okay. We're not going to like totally get into this, but I just feel like I need to acknowledge it. Like heck no to what Pope Francis's letter came out. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Last Friday, like really saddening. It is, um, I, I don't think like people really understand the weight of it. Um, especially as someone who often goes to Latin mass um and like how much the restrictions are like even I'm in one of the most conservative dioceses in the country and like the mass I go to pretty much the bishop said like yeah you can continue until you find a different space that's not owned by the diocese so like a warehouse what? <laughs> and 
there's okay. like a lot of things that happen. Like there's a lot, there's not, that's not just like the only, I don't know what that is quote unquote order, but right. there's like a lot that was with it, but it's like definitely really, really, really like the mass of the ages is being restricted. And, um, yeah, it's really sad because wherever you find the biggest young adult thriving, like actual Catholic, like devout groups is for the most part going to mm -hmm. be TLM, which is traditional Latin mass. If anyone is wondering what TLM stands for, um, is going to be those parishes and like people are thriving community always looks like there was just a wedding outside the church after mass. Cause everyone's gathered talking to the yeah. priest. Like, you know, it's really beautiful. People are dressed to the nines, men are in suits. Like, yeah, it's just beautiful and reverent. And it's unfortunate that this is the way it's going. And, um, yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. It's, I have to admit, I have not read the actual, what's it called? Mo, I, I'm going to butcher Mo program, yeah. yeah. I haven't actually read the read it but I've just had a couple conversations with like Austin the basic Catholic and um a couple people and I just it's scary to me because before this was ever announced in New Mexico the bishop himself decided that in of Santa Fe like the Santa Fe Archdiocese decided that Latin masses were not allowed before Pope Francis ever said anything and so that was frustrating and freaky in and of itself that the bishop felt like he could decide that and like Mm -hmm. not allow that and then the fact that now the pope is saying everyone all over like he's kind of encouraging it and from what i understand that like everyone can decide this for any archdiocese and you mm -hmm. can restrict it and do whatever i'm like what in the world the bishops have a lot of power and it's really interesting because there was a homily the other day last week which is like three days after that that came yeah. out right um that was like, just as Christ has gone through the passion, the church is going through its passion right now. Jeez. And it was like chills, you know? I yeah, like, I was like, I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Like I personally think conspiracy theories are from the devil. Right. Like I think they divide and um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So yeah. if you aren't plugged into like Vatican politics, I do encourage you to, I don't mean to go extreme. Like you don't need to be, you know, uh, I'm just not going to say anything. There's certain like news outlets and certain like people with pod, like podcasters that I think are borderline schismatic that I wouldn't yeah. like take encourage. every, yeah, I wouldn't like fully encourage, but sometimes it's good to kind of see perspective. So yeah. Um, anyways, that's definitely my heck no for a while until, you know, I don't know. I don't know. See some, I've some seen petitions going around and yeah, I mean, and side note, like TLM parishes have the most people tithing. So it's like, yeah, you're what are you a, doing? Oh, you're losing gosh. a lot of money for the diocese too. I'm sure. So yeah. we'll see. Um, newsflash before we, and like sidetrack before we jump into voicemails, I just, okay, so I don't know who all, if everyone knows that I've been having issues with Instagram for like a month. We're going oh on like gosh. a month and a half now. Yeah. I just figured out it's not the vaccine sticker that helps. I mean, it does a little. I've been like trying everything and I've been talking to Cece and like you guys, it's, I feel like I'm just going nuts trying to figure out what. Because Megan's been on. like kind of shadow banned. Yeah. So I used to get like 5,000 views a story. I was getting stuck at like 1,400. 
and then I used to get 2,500 likes at least a photo and then I was stuck at 1,600 and so that's a huge chunk that's not just like oh you posted too much or oh you like and she's not saying it's about the likes or the views but like if our purpose is evangelization like that's a big deal and if all every single bit of my income and jobs are linked to my personal Instagram page that's a significant deal yeah (laughs) so what I found is that if you go to your settings and then you go to account and then you go to sensitive content control it was a new update by Instagram that instantly defaults your Instagram page and limits whose content you see based on Instagram's definition of sensitivity wait where do you go in settings settings account, Mm -hmm. sensitive content control. When did they put this in? I don't know, but I just found out and mine was on limit, which is like me too. You may see some photos and videos that could be upsetting or offensive, but they limit them. And then if you click allow, you may see even more photos and videos that could be upsetting or offensive. I'm like, yeah, I follow people that say things that are offensive and upsetting sometimes. And that's why I'm on this app. So please allow me to see that content, but they will literally decide for you based on their definition of sensitivity or um, what do you call it? Uh, Whatever, sensitivity. Yeah. (laughs) What you can and can't see. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of it. Everyone's got limited and I am apparently um, a sensitive uh, page to be following me and my child and my <laughs> loud mouth, I guess. I don't know. Megan, yeah. you offend me all day, every day. <sighs> and I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Heck you to that. <laughs> okay. okay. Should we jump be- into these or sure. should, yeah. what were you going to say? I was going to say freaking Catholic company. <laughs> One more time for the people in the back. Catholic company. Hey, hey, Catholic. <laughs> um, you know what's really cool about what? them what? is that they have those um, garden statues. So like Mary and St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, I always and, love those. They're like yeah. to the right of like a house front door when yes. you walk in. Okay, but you know what the coolest thing is? So ours is literally to the right of our front door before you walk I in. I knew it. But but we're driving out of our neighborhood today and I realized someone had theirs also to the right of their front door but in like its own little grotto with like rose bushes around it and everything and I instantly was like there's a catholic there's a catholic I'm you should leave a letter in their mailbox is that weird I don't know I'm gonna do it (laughs) what are you gonna say we just moved it I don't know I haven't thought about it you just sparked this okay wait what should we say we see, say like, I'm like I'm gonna see <laughs> Megan in letter when this comes out the following day I'm like headed to see Megan so true true um we just explained that we are new to the subdivision and <laughs> we are a young Catholic family and we noticed the Mary statue we have one as well and wanted to know if they go to the parish that we go to and we would love to meet them we would love sure. to, yeah, we would love to like, <laughs> have you ever for dinner or is that like yeah. jumping the gun? Should you meet for, well, what are you going to do when you meet to say hi and then walk away? We would and- love to have a neighborly <laughs> chat. <laughs> can you bring that like, consist of the can weather? Can you bring them like banana bread or whatever they do in the South cornbread? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Some brisket. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just leave it in the mailbox with Fried the note. gator. <laughs> what do they do out there in Alabama? 
<laughs> the cornbread and brisket was on point. Fried yeah. gator is a little, um, I don't know, this is a little much. Yeah, I would just be one. like, like, call me, text me, would love to, would love to connect. There you go. Connect, connect. not neighborly chat. Neighborly chat's a little weird. Would love to go on a walk. <laughs> would love to walk sometime and you don't want to invite them over because your house is probably still a disaster no our house is hey it's it's honesty my this room is completely empty right now minus the stuff all over the floor so (laughs) what's on the floor sorry we're totally Um, off topic right now but some of those light up tea light candles Mm -hmm. carrie loves them and they're just hanging out on the floor a shelf some old cameras that i'm going to use to decorate the room all of the license plates from places I've lived as a military brat. And we just, we just keep adding to them. Um, a lot of like decorations. Okay. So stuff needs to get hung, but I'm not going to know where I want it hung. And I'm trying to explain this, Avery. I'm not going to know where I want things until the futon gets right. here and the lamp, because those are two giant pieces of you have a furniture. Rug? No, but we want to try and get cork flooring for this room because it helps with soundproofing and it looks freaking dope i've never seen cork flooring is it like that cork color yeah dang it's beautiful and this carpet is not so i should probably get a rug at some point but then it's like i'm on a rolly chair on carpet already and then if i put a rug on top of that it's like oh that's an extra second yeah that's rough that's rough yeah, yeah it's a tough time okay voice okay mails. so no we never finished so oh. catholic company oh <laughs> yeah they have the outdoor statues and of like more than just Mary, but the Mary ones are like the iconic Catholic American home. And you have to get one for yourself if you don't already have one. So Especially if you're consecrated to her, you need to. This is true. We are not, but we should be. Everyone you haven't done be. like Marian consecration? Dude, Avery and I, guys, I'm about to pull the veil back on how not perfect Avery and I are. Uh, I've never done a consecration together. You should do the Marian one. The, uh, it's really good. I think it's I mean, it's written by the same guys, the St. Joseph one. Um, it's called like 33 days to morning glory. Ooh, I've seen that before. Everyone yeah. talks so good about it. It's really good. Um, Stash and I would, I don't remember when I first consecrated. I can't remember the date of consecration, like what Marion feast I ended on, but I would love to reconsecrate with Stash. But I mean, like Mary, once you do that, you're like, oh, she got me. She got me. Oh, she um, got me. <laughs> but like that, that actually, like, if anyone's looking to like spark their romance, I'm like, mm, Mary's got you. <laughs> she got you. Okay, but use code heck for 15% off. Yeah, you could even Mary probably things. get 33 days to morning glory on Catholic company. You probably can. And now yeah. you can get it for 15% off with the code heck. So yeah. Cheaper than Amazon. It's true. And you're supporting the Catholic um run and owned family company yeah in the u.s mm. boom boom voicemails right. here we go <laughs> which one should i do do the only one that is 100 relative to work and like a job so selling yourself <laughs> hello my name is taylor And I'm about to graduate with a college degree, and I have become very anti-college, wish I never would have went, but finishing out strong. Um, I just need some advice, like, how do you sell yourself to get the job with no experience, obviously just a degree? Um, Nobody wants to hire you, even though you went through the four years. So, yeah, if you have any tips, tricks, um, let me know. Thanks. Bye. Okay. I figured you'd be really good at this. 
because you kind of went to college, you didn't finish college, but you didn't need it to get jobs. And then I just hired myself because I was like, screw it. I don't want to work for anyone. <laughs> so Yeah. I've worked for myself. I've worked for people. I've worked freelance. I feel like I've been in every situation, nonprofit, for-profit, corporate, all the mm-hmm. things. Um, you know what? There comes a time where you almost may have to bite the bullet in, in, and internships are everything. And if you were at a college where you didn't have the opportunity to have an internship, I'm sorry. And that just really is unfortunate, but like that experience is everything. And so you may have to take a job based on experience or offer them something of like there. I've seen people do like, I'll work for you for three months for free as an internship. And then we can, you know, if things are going well, I would love to negotiate a hire. Um, I've seen that because they train you and you're already trained Mm -hmm. and you're, you know, they'd rather take you than someone that they don't have to train again. And then also you're getting this experience and everything. It's unfortunate, but I see a lot of people, they move home, they get some experience under their belt for about a year and then they go and get a really great job. Yeah. And well, I was going to say connections and networking. And sometimes that's what the internship does. Right. That gives you the experience on your resume too, even if that's not a good fit. You need you to know people. Yeah. You need to know people in the industry. You should be on LinkedIn. You should be like making so many connections. You should be going to connection events. You should be going to, you know, I like at least in DC, there's so many like clubs and young adult groups to like do happy hours with like heritage Foundation. like so many, like here's a free event to go to. You make connections, mm-hmm. you hand out business cards, whatever it is. Like you need to be networking, hyper networking. Um, and getting experience because a college degree is now the minimum and it doesn't really mean anything anymore because that's like, everyone has it. Right. So like back then it was like, I have a washer and then people are like washing clothes with their hands. Right. And now it's like, of course we have a washer, but I have a nanny who does it and then it's like the new thing right I don't know I was really excited to see how you you up level to wash but I have a maid who does the washing and she clicks start and then it's like oh that's the new thing right yeah and so it's like the college degree is like the washer you know but it's like <laughs> but I have experience in this yeah so, yeah. yeah um it's Agreed. unfortunate but like I'm so glad that you've joined team no college um I just like (laughs) I I think it's uh it does more bad than good for most people I was listening to it's so funny I was listening to this podcast Matt Walsh one of my favorite political commentators he's Catholic he's literally like I just love him um and he was saying that (laughs) there's this like push, like these people got masters at like Ivy leagues for like film and they're now $300,000 in debt. And they're like getting six, they're, they're getting paid like $16 an hour to be like, you know, an assistant on a film crew in LA. And it's like, they have a master's or like in film. And he's like, Oh yeah, because last time I went and saw a film, I like made sure that whoever produced the film had a master's. Literally. <laughs> but I guess I fall into that uh, art category where it's, well, and I, 
looking back, I didn't need to go to college. It all worked out the way it did, but I could be here today right now doing photography without a degree because I literally have never taken a photography class in my life. Don't you wish you would have taken business? Well, I did minor in entrepreneurship. So I took marketing I took accounting I took, I took a couple business classes. And so that helped me. Um, And then design helped me uh, to an extent when it comes to marketing and website building and things like that. And I do use it for my job and I do know how to use the programs now because of it. So I, I guess it does like Adobe. Yeah. Yeah. All the Adobe product or um, applications, but there's just certain things where it's like YouTube could have taught me that too. Yeah. You know, so. you could have bought an online course for $300 to teach you that. Right. Right. Exactly. Granted, I was super great, uh, blessed because soccer paid for college. So I didn't end up with that, but if I had, I'd be really ticked off right now. Cause I'd be like, what was the point of that? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All right. So there's my college spiel next up. Yep. Meg, what's next up? Next up pause my brother just texted the family group chat and said fun fact about J.R.R. Tolkien when the mass was switched to being in English after Vatican II every time the clergy had a response he would respond solely in Latin (laughs) that sounds like him that's amazing (laughs) okay next up is they slept together what do I do wait does your brother go to the TLM uh sometimes he has occasionally but he goes to Catholic U so he's like super tried just kidding wait (laughs) um is it the lustful past one how to be no slept together oh oh okay yeah yeah. hi um this is Bella from uh Illinois and I had a question for some advice that kind of relates to boys um school and friendship in a way so um I am currently in uh nursing school um, down in Springfield, Illinois, down here, and um, there's this guy in my class, and, you know, he was pursuing me for, like, a while, one of the very few guys in nursing school, and we're going to call him Joseph, because I feel like I don't know anyone named Joseph, so Joseph finally, he like, keeps pursuing me, I finally, I'm like, okay, whatever, so he asked me out, and I'm like, yeah, fine, sure, let's do it, like, I finally let myself open up to this guy, and I was like, why not, let's have some fun and try it out. Anyway, I had this best friend in school with me. Um, we'll call her Jessica. And um, Jessica is, like, we're, we're tight in nursing school. We share literally everything. So I called her up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Joseph just asked me out. Like, I'm finally going to go, you know, whatever. And she's like, that's awesome. When are you going? I was like, oh, we're going this weekend. And, and it was a Tuesday that day. Um, come to And we were going to go on, out to, on Friday. On Thursday night, I get a text from my best friend and from this guy, and they went out together as friends because they were just friends before school even happened, Um, but then they kind of slept together, and yeah, so I'm I'm in nursing school, so I have like two years left with them, and I'm not really sure, should I keep my friendship with my friend Jessica? Uh, we always like sit by each other and I just, I don't know. It's awkward. It's weird. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, kind of messed up, but any advice? Should I be her friend still or should I, um, like cut ties? I don't know. All right. Thanks. Okay. So let me get this straight. (laughs) I was taking notes. Is that what that was? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. So Jessica knows that this girl's going on a date with this sleaze bag, right? <laughs> right? Guess. Correct. Correct. Yes. She's like so excited. First of all, number one, I don't know why she was resistant in the first place. Cause, cause she's like, well, finally I said, yes. You know, yeah. I was like, wait, so was he pursuing it? You know, yeah. like what's the issue there? And she tells her good friend and her good friends like, okay, that night goes out and sleeps with him mm-hmm. the night before their date. Do you be friends with her? No, you never talked to her again. Are you kidding me? Girl code. Yeah, well, also the fact that the she said she said kind of messed up. No, really, really messed, messed up. up. Really, really messed up. That's and not how. That's not cool. Some people may be like, "Oh, Cecilia, you're being so harsh." I'm like, you can forgive someone, but it doesn't mean they need to be let back in your life. Clap, clap, clap. Thank you. You say a lot for the people in the back. You and, can forgive um, someone, but they don't need to be a part of your life. They already yes. lost the right to be a part of your life. Yes. Yep. Yep. I needed to hear that two years ago. Um, so y'all hear that right now. Megan, so. <laughs> Megan had a girlfriend that literally cheated on her cheated or had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. had a boyfriend who cheated on Megan with her best friend. With one of my best friends. Yeah. Who also had a boyfriend at the time. So they both cheated. Yep. So Megan's been in this situation. What do you do? Yes. Uh, you drop them both. And I know this sounds probably harsh too, because this girl hasn't even gone on a state with this, whatever, Joseph guy, I was going to call him Josh. I don't even know. It's irrelevant because he's trash. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) you don't do that. And we're not boy haters. We're just like, this is the most illogical. Like, what was he thinking? What was she thinking? Like, what did they think was going to happen? Like they were being so selfish. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was just no self-discipline, no respect for the other person and no respect for you at all um so yeah you drop them both you distance yourself from both and it'll be awkward for a little bit it might like might ruffle some feathers you don't ignore it though you have to tell them why oh yeah you don't just like hide out and avoid class and like don't talk to them no be like what you did was so disrespectful and I deserve better and I don't feel like my time like I I actually like I don't want to spend my time with you. Like I'm not right. interested in having a relationship with you. I'm not interested in a friendship with you. Like, yeah, you know, I, st- you know, I still have a lot of respect for you, but you don't have the amount of respect for me that I, I deserve, deserve from a friendship. Yes. Put that on rewind, write it down and then send it to her. Mm-hmm. Be like, <laughs> yeah. Just let you know, like, please don't sit by me. Like I'm not interested in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you're going to come back, like asking to hang out, like just know the answers already know. So please don't right. try. Like we don't need to make a scene in public. Like I'm just not interested in anything. Yep. Perfect. Done deal. Friendships are entirely and relationships are entirely based on the foundation of trust. And once that is lost, it is really hard to build back ever. They just shot it with themselves in the actual foot. They should so. have been thinking about you and they clearly you were the last thing on their mind. And that's unfortunate because yeah. she's not a real friend and that guy wasn't gonna go anywhere. Yeah. He was trouble. Now you way. know it is kind of nice so that she knows before she even went on the date with him. Uh-huh. You didn't even have to get in that mess. Bye boy bye. <laughs> bye girl bye. <laughs> okay. Next voicemail is um the one Lust. you mentioned before that, yeah, about lustful past relationships. Okay. Hi, Megan and Cece. My name is Lisa, and I'm calling from BC, Canada. And I have a question um, for your advice podcast episode next week. 
or when you're listening to this. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's about dating. And so um, the situation that I find myself in is that I am, uh, well, a really good friend and I, we are um, just beginning to enter into a relationship. Um, and both him and I have only ever experienced lustful relationships. And we have no dang idea <laughs> how to navigate a relationship that is holy and Christ-centered. Uh, really no idea what the heck we're doing. And so we're taking it very, very, very slowly. And so I guess there's a lot of uh, questions I could ask. Um, but to kind of specifically narrow in, um, I'd love um, uh, any ideas for book or um, resource ideas. Um, yeah, um, that could help a couple um, who want to have a holy, pure, chaste relationship uh, uh, and ha- how to go about navigating it. Um, yeah, and also like your tips and tricks for dating um, <laughs> and being like in a holy Catholic relationship. Um, we would love those. Yeah, I hope that all made sense. <laughs> God bless and love you guys so much. Bye. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking something up. Okay, um, good. Because I have only dated one other guy. Avery's dated no one. Um, Avery's never dated anyone? No, he dated me and married me, and that was it. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) All right, well. A swing and a home run, baby. (laughs) I've probably dated into the double digits. Yes, I have. So this is good though. You can offer yeah. like, well, not saying they were lustful or anything, but you have a way more experience in this field than any of us over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking up, um, the fruits of the sorrowful mysteries real fast. Um, okay. So I have a few things, Lisa, Number one, don't be scared because the devil breeds off fear, right? Um, mm. So like the more scared you are, the more susceptible you are to like him messing around in your relationship, which is an issue mm. um, because like sin is of the devil. Um, and I think oftentimes we're like, you know, when I was like still coming into understanding the Catholic faith, I didn't see like the devil as, as a like a thing, right? That like right. acts. Um, I just was like, oh yeah, the devil, like that's in scripture. It's like, no, 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 no. He's very real. Yeah. He acts in our lives. And that would be just from my own experience, like in fear. Um, yeah, he'll get in your head and it just like breeds off that. And you're just like your own worst enemy in your mind. Um, also like to know that attraction isn't bad. Like attraction is good. It just Mm -hmm. is bad when it's in the wrong con, like it's, it's in the wrong context or disordered. Yes. Right. So like attraction is good within marriage. Like attraction is good. Like you should be attracted to the man you're dating. I think that's a big misconception. Like, yeah, I'll just like give him a chance. I'm like, well, do you think he's cute? No, but he might be a good guy. I'm like, well, do you think he's cute? Well, he might turn. I'm like, you're supposed to procreate with this man. I'm like as a natural biological point, attraction is necessary. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, I'm really confused. Like, why are you going out with him then? And they're like, that's so shallow. I'm like, you have to stare at him the rest of your life. Like, don't you want to think he's hot? I'm confused. (laughs) Right, 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 right. You know, like as holy as you can be like, anyways, 
I'm not, anyway, yeah, I'll probably get slack for that, but it's okay. I'm with you on it. Baby. Um, okay. There is a boundary that Stash and I have set that's been probably the most successful boundary that I've ever had. This is the first time I've ever done it in a relationship and it's been like so great. Um, we never are sitting on the same bed. We've sat on the same bed maybe once or twice to like stare at a laptop together while doing like wedding planning, but we've never like taken a nap on the same bed or like laid on the same bed. Or if we are like one of our feet are always touching the ground. We're literally just, I'm like leaning on it, talking to him or something. Um, that's genius. Yeah. That's been like really helpful. I know some people like, yeah, like don't like you should only kiss if all four feet are on the floor. But it's, you know, whatever. But I would say the bed thing is like really, really great because the bed is like the most convenient part. And also mm-hmm. like the bed sh- is like a marital bed, right? So it should right. be safe for marriage. So um, that's like the biggest tip, at least that has been really great in my life. Also, um, something staff said, he's like, well, are you praying for me to be your spiritual leader? And he said this like weeks ago. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I miss that. Like, I miss that, bro. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, like, you need to pray for the man to be a spiritual leader. And why I was looking up the sorrowful mysteries is because the fruit. So, the first sorrowful mystery is the agony of the garden. The fruit of mystery is sorrowful sin. Like, the sorrowful mysteries are my favorite um, mysteries of the rosary. And I think like the fruits of the mystery are really great for someone struggling with like lost in past. So it's like sorrow for sin, right? So like meditate on your sorrow for sin for lust. The the second uh, sorrowful mystery is scourging at the pillar. The fruit of mystery is purity. Yeah. Right. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you're like praying for. Um, the third sorrowful mystery is crowning of thorns. The fruit of the mystery is courage. Courage to say no. Courage to right. stop you know, courage to make the right decision, courage to be vocal and say something. Um, the fourth star of mystery is the carrying of the cross and the food of the mystery is patience. Like you have to be mm. patient. Like your desire is good, but be patient for like when it is appropriate when right. you're married. Um, and the fifth star of sorrowful mystery is the crucifixion. So if you fall, go to confession because the fruit of the mystery is perseverance. Like moving forward. And I just think those are so beautiful for someone that's striving to have a chaste relationship. Yeah. So yeah. Sorrowful sin, purity, courage, patience, and perseverance. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only other practical tip I have is, um, what, I specifically wore played a lot into that for Avery and I. Mm-hmm. I was a college athlete. He wasn't Catholic yet. We were young and hot. We were like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so that played a huge Spandex role. Spandex and a tank or a mm-hmm. you know, sports bra working out at the mm-hmm. gym with him. Yep, exactly. Because then I'm telling myself in my head that I think I'm hot stuff which makes me just go down a really bad area. And how you move your body is more seductive then. Mm -hmm. And then he seeing me and thinking, no, she wants me. Like on a a actual level, that's what that means basically. So that played a huge role in our relationship was how I carried myself and what I wore. So, Mm -hmm. and if you're long distance, what photos you're sending to each other? True. Like if you have Snapchat. There, yep, I did. (laughs) <laughs> things like that 
if you're going to a pool party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Okay. I hope that was good advice. That was good. That the mysteries were so good. Okay. Next up is when to say, I love you. <laughs> Sorry. That was a deep breath. I was like, Oh my gosh. Are you okay? <laughs> I was digesting tequila and that question. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, it's Marianne. Um, I'm from New Brunswick in Canada and I have a question for you guys. So I just got in a relationship a couple of months ago and I don't know when the right time to say I love you is. <laughs> like, I think I love him, but is it too soon? Do I have to wait until we're like we're engaged? Cause I had a boyfriend that said, I love you a week after we started dating and it did not work out very well. Um, it kind of caught me off guard. And I also had another boyfriend who waited two years to say it. So I'm at a loss. I don't really know what to do. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks guys. So two years is too long. <laughs> and one week is too short. So anytime between a week and two years is just like You're on the money. Solid. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say a few things, Meg, then you say a few things. Cause okay. I know I'm going to forget these things. So I just need to say, okay. no, say it. And there's no room on my paper to write them. So, um, if you're not, sh if you're confused on, if you should say you love him, you don't love him. Hot yep. take, hot take. You agree. Yeah. Like you can, ag you agree with this, Megan, like you can love someone, but it doesn't mean you're in love with them. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I've been there. Mm -hmm. I was not in love with someone, but I loved him, but I wasn't in love. Right. And not that I compare, but I can definitely see a difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like as much as we would want a man to say, I love you first there, when you can, when it's literally, you're scared, it's going to fall out of your mouth. Yeah that's when you say it because it gets yep. to a point where every time you say bye, every time you say good night, every time, you know, you give him a hug, you know, every time you have like eye contact and it's like, yep. it just wants to like fall. It's like cl cl climbing out of your mouth. <laughs> that's, right. That's when it's the perfect time. It's true. No, it's totally true. I blurted it out once while we were, I think we weren't dating yet. And I blurted it out once. And then I like took it back. So I was like, huh, oh, I didn't, that was really, I didn't know I was going to say that. And then I Wait, did. how long in? Um, three or four months, I think. Um, yeah. Cause we went from like June to November, November's when we started dating. And so it was right before November and I had said it. And then I took it back and Avery was super confused. And then I waited like a couple of days. Wait, to, like, how did you take it back? I took it back as in, I love you as a brother in Christ. Crap. Again, oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. That's because really I was bad. terrified because I'd never felt this way for someone before. And I didn't know I was going to say it. And so then I just said it. And then I was like, gosh, was that an emotional mistake? Was I not being emotionally chased? If you want to know what that is, there's a blog about it on our website, link in my bio. Um, I but, hate that word, but it's, I know, yeah, it's but it, and, it's and like verbal chastity is a thing. Yeah. Too, and I just was not good at it. And long distance, it's even harder. Um, so 
I was freaking out and I waited a couple days and then realized, no, I really meant that. And that popped out of my mouth for a reason. And it happened before my mind knew it was happening. And then shortly after that, we started dating. So that was the perfect explanation of it. Wait, you said it before you started dating? Yeah. And that's why I was freaked out. Cause I was like, what before you even kissed each other? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hold hand before? No, I literally was freaked out that I would freak out too, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was stressed. I was like, what have I done? I would be freaking out. And in his head, he's like, heck yeah, heck yeah. But he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to pretend she didn't say that. <laughs> well, and then he had to pretend I didn't say it when I took it back. Oh my gosh, poor guy. Yeah. But also yeah. he's like, I just won right now. Like I literally yeah. won. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. Dash? Okay, so our timeline was our first date was like end of November. And then our second date he I like took a train halfway to him and we had a two day two night date like I got there Saturday morning then like literally it's only your second time meeting each other I got there Saturday morning bless you Megan she just sneezed thank you and then we had breakfast had like a day date and then he dropped me off at my hotel to get ready for dinner he held my hand on the uber on the way to dinner and then we went to dinner and then after dinner he kissed me and then after like later that night he asked me to be his girlfriend and then two weeks later on new year's eve we said i love you so it literally happened within like five weeks of knowing each other anything after a week and anything before two years point still stands if it's with, if, if six, if you're six months in, like, honestly, I really do say this. It's not an extreme view. If you're six months in and you're not sure if you love him, he's not your man. I would agree with that. You, he's just not. Yep. You're going to be going back and forth and you will be convincing yourself that he's the right man for you. Yep. Yep. You should not have to convince yourself. I've been there. Mm-hmm not have to do that was literally cheating on me and I was convincing myself he was still a good man so yeah don't do that guys women like you can literally convince yourself anything is good yep we're insane we're psycho we all need to go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) no we just need to freaking think clearly like think logically and have a friend that slaps you into place yes I agree thank you for being that person and let God (laughs) slap us in the face too like you know be humbled allow yourself to Mm -hmm. be completely humbled Mm -hmm. all right right, one more one more one more oh gosh the final one okay um these are fun so I feel let's do yeah we'll probably have to do two then because there's so many we did not get to um let's do either wedding dilemma or sprinkling Catholicism on future husbands. Wedding dilemma, and we'll save, we'll we'll save these. We'll Fat like, and juicy. We'll have ones. to do another one in a few weeks, and yes, we'll, yeah. Save these. Okay. Hi, Cece and Megan. I am in a bit of a dilemma. So my wedding is in September, and one of my best friends, Caroline, is my bridesmaid. Well, she's getting married in October, and I'm one of her bridesmaids. All fine. Well, we were in the same friend group in college, which the friends were quite toxic and we've just drifted they're of course not invited to my wedding in september but they're all invited to caroline's wedding in october i already know it's going to be super awkward 
I know through hearsay that none of them are really fans of me anymore. There was no bad blood, but I think they're just upset. They weren't invited to my wedding. And me and my fiancé, or I guess husband now at Caroline's wedding, we're not going to know anybody else at the wedding besides my college friends. Do I go up to them and say hello? Do I wait for them to come up to me? Do I ignore them? Do I act like everything's fine? Do I acknowledge that I got married and didn't invite them, didn't tell them that I got engaged? I just really don't know what I can do, and I'm praying about it, and I'm still so conflicted. Any and all advice is so, so grateful. Thank you. Bye-bye. So why are college friends the worst? <laughs> Didn't go. Couldn't, can't, re- can't relate. <laughs> I mean, I have some that I'm still good friends with, but a lot of them, no. I could feel myself being in this exact same situation. Yeah, honestly. And I don't know. I would probably just... Um, be polite and civil and kind and not spend my whole evening with them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to have a husband. It's yep. going to be freaking fun. Cause you're just dancing with him. Right. To stay in the same hotel room. Like CC's like, come on <laughs> wedding date. <laughs> like it's going to be so fun. You know, like you get to drink, have a good time. Mm-hmm. I feel like all I'm talking about is drinking. I promise. I literally <laughs> never drink. And and then when you do, it just smacks you in the face. And this is just like, I don't know what's good. Yeah, this just, it's, I don't know. So someone's laughing right now and assuming things and just cut your assumptions. (laughs) Stop them right there. Cut it out. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be with your husband. Like, say hi, pretend everything's okay. Like, it is okay. Like, unless you had literally bad text messages in between each other and they're calling you names. It's like, honestly, everything's okay. And you need to determine what is it in your head that is true? Like, you know, yes. what are the things in your head and what are the things that are true? What you should yes. do is a brain dump. Be like, what are all the assumptions I have about the situation? Write them all down. Then just put a star next to the things that are actually true. And yeah. you will see, because oftentimes when we're trying to think about something in our head, it's really hard to determine like everything kind of just gets jumbled together. And so if we put it on paper, we can view it from a macro, like a bird's eye view, very like logically. And so you need to determine like, what are assumptions you're actually like unfairly placing on them? Like, Oh, she doesn't Mm -hmm. like me. Oh, like she thinks I'm like, she, you know, she doesn't, she's mad at me. It's like, well, did you ask her if she's mad at you? Right. No. We've how said this you, multiple times. How can times. you say yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you ask her if she doesn't like you? Like, why are you putting that on her? That's unfair. Right. So it's like you could be acting out of your own insecurities, which is, yeah. I mean, that happens a lot, right? Like, right. that we've happens all been to there. all of us. Yeah. And so you just need to own it and like dance with your husband, have such a good time. And yeah, like you literally get dance all night long. Like that's so fun. Yeah. It's your best friend's wedding. You're there for her. You get to celebrate it. The last thing you want is to bring any drama. Who the heck cares? And is hi, this is my husband. Great to see you, you know? Yeah. And just go on. Like if she's going to see, I mean, honestly, if your friend's going to seat you at their table, that's rough, but, yeah. um, <laughs> Hey, you have your husband. He's your forever. Wedding no, date. didn't she say she was going to be in the wedding? Oh, she's in the wedding. So if everything's normal, she'll be with the bride at their wedding or at their table, right? I mean, I'm doing a sweetheart table, but. What the heck is a sweet? Oh, just you two? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I've seen that too. All right. Well, well, hey, that's fine. You're, yeah. If I'm that like, happens... we want to look at everyone at the wedding and be like, no, oh, I here, agree. No, I agree. That's so much cuter than a really long one, but if you can't even talk to anyone if it's really it's long. It's true. It's true. Only the person next to you. 
Yeah, that's true. Which you only want to talk to your husband, so. <laughs> right, exactly. Did you see what that girl's wearing? No, I'm kidding. Did she show up in that at her wedding? <laughs> I'm totally kidding, totally kidding. Who invited that person? I don't remember them being invited. Who are they? <laughs> you told me she was different. You told me she wasn't like that anymore. <laughs> totally kidding, totally kidding. All right, that really sums it up, Meg. That was fun. Yeah, that was that fun. Day, and we still have like five more to and answer. And I think so we we'll just got a do. few more. I think I got notified that a few more women called oh, really? in. Really? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, we've got to do this again. Well, we love you guys. Uh, call in with your heck yes and heck no's. And if you have any more advice, uh, maybe we'll yes. start a monthly advice column. Uh, <laughs> That'd be fun. We should I know. do that. Yeah, on the pod. So 312-775-2615 and have a great week and happy Monday, folks. It, it, Tuesday. This Wednesday. comes out on Monday, though. Oh, it's Wednesday. Okay. Yep. Sorry, everyone. It's We actually record this day of. It's Monday. <laughs> no, no, we don't stop lying. <laughs> Sorry. Forgive me, Father, for us. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to cut it. Cut we it. We got to get it. Got to get it. Cut it, cut it. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.